0: From the Anajar and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. We are presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash sport. Hey, if you're going down to Game 1, NFTX Arena for heat and light work on Sunday... Make sure you do it on Brightline. I saw so many social media posts of people last week going to Tortuga and using Brightline. So smart. Mm -hmm. I mean, so unbelievably smart to use Brightline. Because, listen, if you're going to Tortuga, chances aren't you at your party, right? So there's drinking involved. And you don't want to get in your car. Not to mention, traffic in Fort Lauderdale last weekend and every day. Atrocious. It's terrible. I mean, just soul crushing. But also, too, people doing this the responsible way and the comfortable way and the stress free way. And that is with Brightline, with the stations in West Palm and Fort Lauderdale and Miami. It is the common sense way. It is the best way to get north to south in uh, South Florida. So, hey, in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, if you're going to the Heat Game Sunday, take Brightline. The Miami station is a block and a half away from FTX Arena. Use the buzzer beater train. You get off. You head to FTX Arena. The train doesn't leave until after the final whistle, the final horn, I should say, and you get on the train and you head back home. It is perfect. Go brightline.com. the free Brightline app. That's how you get your tickets. That's how you ride Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. Take advantage of it. It is a marvel of transportation. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com and use the Brightline app. And for all those of you, uh, by the way, that went to Tortuga and used Brightline, you just get it. Mm-hmm. You just absolutely get it. Uh, A reminder that we are your heat home in the postseason, ESPN 106.3. We, in a couple of minutes, will talk with Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. He's our sports law and sports agent insider. We're getting closer and closer to the NFL Draft. You realize, Jeanette, that we are two weeks away.
1: It's an exciting time right now. We're getting
0: there. We are closing in on the NFL Draft, and uh, we have a lot to talk about not only draft-wise, but also with some quarterbacks that are unhappy for a variety of different reasons, different reasons, in fact. Uh, let's go ahead and bring in our man. He is Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Years as an NFL agent, Patrick Peterson, Tyron Matthew, are just a couple of his clients, and he is the best personal injury attorney in the land. He is Pat Lawler of Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Wanttolawyerup.com. That's want to lawyer up. Com. Pat, I hope you're having a great week. Thank you for uh, for hanging out as always. And I uh, I, I want to start with this. Um, we have been debating for whatever reason, and you know this show can get odd sometimes, uh, but the efficacy of Fritos as a standalone ship. Jeanette says they're flat out trash. So does Stone. I've never had a problem with Fritos, but many have weighed in and said that Fritos need to be part of something a dish or a side they can't just be eaten solo where do you stand on Fritos a very important question to kick this off
2: I can tell you I was listening I am solo for Fritos eat them in the car on my trips all over the state yep and get all salty lick them Fritos are my go-to I disagree wholeheartedly
0: what yep see see smart admirable men like Pat Lawler eat Fritos By their lonesome, Jeanette. He also licks them. Well, because they're salty and they're delicious. (laughs) Okay? Uh, So, good. I'm glad that we're on the same page there, Pat. Uh, And, again, I'll take Pat's side on this over Jeanette's any day of the week. Uh, I don't blame you for that one. (laughs) uh, But I want to ask you, too. So, speaking of salty... See, that was a good radio transition. Uh, Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray. Let's start with Baker Mayfield here. He continues to go on the Baker Woe Is Me Tour, whether it was the goodbye letter to Cleveland, the I did what I could for you when the rumors came out and the reports came out that there were discussions with Deshaun Watson. Now he's showing up on podcasts and saying that he wishes he could boo fans who were in their offices and see them crumble like he got booed when he was playing poorly for <coughs> Cleveland. He doesn't really have a destination right now. Why is Baker Mayfield being so public? Does he think this is going to help his cause? Who's advising him here?
2: I tell you, what, I don't know who is, but I think it's poor, poor decisions. Um, I like Baker when he came out of Oklahoma. I, I thought he could be a good quarterback in the NFL, but he's acting like a child. Um, a professional does their work at a place. If it doesn't work out, they go elsewhere. And if they're not happy with how they were treated, go elsewhere and kick some butt and then just show them your ring or your championship division and, and uh, MVP, whatever you want to do. This is, I, I talk about this, Ken, cause I see it all the time. These guys who don't get drafted or they want to, and they say they're going to pay, they're going to pay. And then they, they do horribly. And a guy like Brady, who, you know, keeps it to himself. And as you know, the rest is history. Just shut up and go play.
0: The last couple of weeks, Baker Mayfield being very public about his feelings. Do you think that's the reason he currently doesn't have a home?
2: Yes, absolutely. I think that people in all aspects, particularly your leader um, of your team, what everybody knows, to be successful in the NFL, you have to have a top-level quarterback and one who has respect of of his teammates. And I think you have even seeing that going on with Kyler Murray in Arizona. I think he's losing respect to his teammates.
0: Uh, so let's get to Kyler Murray as we talk with Pat Lawler. Lawler and Associates, personal injury attorneys. And in what's great, obviously, is a lawyer, sports law. He has that standpoint locked down for us. And longtime NFL agent, Pat Lawler, has that side of things locked in with us as well. So Kyler Murray, he claims and his, his agent claims that, hey, this guy is not going to play unless he gets a new deal. This is really becoming a serious standoff between these two. If you're the agent of Kyler Murray, how do you handle this? How do you maneuver through this uh, without completely burning that bridge? Or do they care at this point? What What do you see when you witness what's happening here in the desert?
2: Uh, I don't think they really care, particularly because Arizona needs Kyler Murray. Um, they picked him number one. They paid him, uh, obviously, the money for there uh he's a guy who can make things happen this is just typical uh of a quarterback seeing the money going on to these other guys and he's trying to push 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 uh, i don't think he cares what what they think and i think he knows he's going to get the money he wants and he's just going to keep on that same path
0: uh and i want to ask you this about uh, what pro football talk mike florio wrote this morning he said that Uh, in relation to players who attend the draft, and it's Las Vegas this year. He says, and this is verbatim, the NFL benefits far more from the presence of the players at the draft than the players do. For that reason, the players should uh, uh, request an appearance fee. It's not enough to have their expenses covered. They're props in the Ultimate Reality Show's Ultimate Reality Show. The commissioner, on his most relatable day of the year, needs to dispense bear hugs to someone these players should be paid to appear at the draft. How do you feel about this as an NFL agent?
2: Well, Ken, can I take you back 10 years if for your viewers? Yeah, this absolutely. Came up. This is <clears throat> so ironic. This came up when I first had Patrick Peterson. D. Smith was the uh, his initial year executive director the Year of the lockout. They called all the first-round agents in, and D. Smith wanted to boycott the draft. And for exact that reason that's going on right now, that they are what make the draft successful. And it was still at Radio City. But it was bad timing. Um, nobody was for it because he was just beginning to negotiate with a lockout. But he made points, and, and most of us disagreed with him at that time. Uh, over time, it has become a complete money-making circus. I couldn't agree more with Mike Florio. I love Mike Florio. That these guys need to be paid. It's ridiculous now that the NFL has turned this in from a small venue at Radio City uh, where you fought for tickets to a mega event. And they should demand that money because they are now professionals or don't show up because they are it. They deserve that. They've earned that, and that show would not go on without it.
0: Yeah, and I saw a couple of people make the point, oh, yeah, I'd ask to get paid to go to a job interview, too, trying to undercut this point that Florio made. The job interview's already been done. The draft... Is not the interview the draft? Is the coronation that that's not even close to the same thing?
2: Oh man, you hit it right on the head. Those same people who are uh, criticizing him are going to be the ones tuning in to watch that coronation. Yep, and to look at the suits, to look at the watches, to look at the clothes, yep. uh, to Absolutely. see who gets hugged or doesn't get hugged in the green room.
0: I, I, I mean, I'll, the the one thing that I will say, I heard the point, oh, well, it increases their exposure and that's going to help with potential sponsorship opportunities, endorsement opportunities. Aren't those same things going to be there, though, even if they don't show up to the draft? Why does that ultimately matter all that much?
2: It doesn't matter at all. I think a lot of guys didn't show up before because they wanted to be home with their family. You know, they wanted uh, to celebrate it you know, in a quiet sense. I think that's ridiculous. The The... the the sponsorship aspect of it will never go away for a first-rounder unless mm-hmm. they can do something idiotic. I think with NIL and college, the sponsorship and money out there has changed dramatically, and uh, it, it is going to change for these guys. And Going or not going, uh, it, it does, won't make a difference, but I like when they all go. Uh, when we went, we were the first to commit with Peterson during a lockout, and everybody showed up. It's really a nice event, I tell you what. I like going, other guys do. And it's it's a player's choice, but they should be paid for it.
0: Well said, Pat. Awesome insight. Appreciate it. Have a great rest of your weekend. And uh, I appreciate you uh, weighing in the correct way on Fritos. Well done.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Hey, happy uh, good Friday, Passover, and, and Easter Sunday. God bless everybody.
0: You too, friend. That is Pat Lawler, Lawler & Associates, Personal Injury Attorneys. Wanttolawyerup.com. Wanttolawyerup.com. Lawler & Associates, Personal Injury Attorneys. When we return... We head to Tinseltown. Jeanette Javier and her sports movie review. When we come back, she is Jeanette Javier. She's preparing and our caught her off guard. Now she's scrambling. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Listen up. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Before we head to the Hollywood Hills and Jeanette's sports movie spectacular, her movie review of a long-forgotten sports movie, I want to bring in our buddy Roy and Boyton because something awesome is happening tomorrow. It is the stomping out the stigma one mile at a time 20-mile walk. And again, this is tomorrow. Roy, uh, if you could, tell us a little bit about uh, about this event. Sure,
3: Will, Ken. I'm really happy that uh, you can bring some attention to this. And happy uh, Jackie Robinson Day. Uh, a good friend of mine, Tim Roberto, that I've known since high school up in New Jersey, wants to raise awareness and uh, to destigmatize some mental health issues and addiction issues, particularly with first responders all in Palm Beach County. Tim's been uh, 15 years sober. He's a great man. He helped many, many people. And to commemorate his 15 years of sobriety, he decided he wanted to do something impactful for the community to help raise awareness uh, for our first responders that sometimes struggle with health, mental health, and addiction. So he's going to start this walk at the Boynton Beach Fire and Rescue Number 4 over on Federal Highway. And they're going to walk all the way, to the Deerfield Beach Women's Club, where they're going to have a dinner, an auction, and a fundraiser. It's a great event, and I really appreciate you bringing awareness to it, Ken.
0: All right. It's my pleasure. So again, a walk to benefit, first responders. This is Stomping Out the Stigma, One Mile at a Time. It is tomorrow. The 20-mile walk, as Roy said, Boynton Beach Fire Rescue Station number 4. That's on Federal, and then it ends at the Deerfield Beach Women's Club on Hillsborough in Deerfield. Registration, 7 to 8 a.m. The walk starts at 8.15, and then there's the benefit dinner at the Deerfield Beach Women's Club at 6 p.m. It's an Italian dinner. There's a silent auction, guest speakers, $10 per person for the walk, $25 per person for the benefit dinner, $30 for the walk and the dinner, and all proceeds. To benefit one brother one sister uh, so this I- I- if you if you care about first responders and you believe in what they do this is a way to pay it back a small way to pay it back and it is also an acknowledgement of some of the struggles that they can go through some of the mental health issues that they can go through especially and this is a way to help that and by the way congratulations to Tim Roberto on the 15 years of sobriety that is absolutely Incredible. In fact, contact Tim, 561 876 8637. That's 561 876 8637 to be a part of this with any questions. But again, the registration 7 to 8 a.m. tomorrow at Boynton Beach Fire Rescue Station number four. Uh, Roy, this is great stuff, and I appreciate you letting me know about it. Ken, thank you so much. Just
3: one more quick aside. Sure. You know, it's, Tim, Tim and I go back to Ranapo High School when we first met. We were both in detention. Um, <laughs> so we spent a long time paying Shocking, it back, Roy, Shocking Roy yeah, on your end. If you can believe that. And also, Ken, now I want you to remember that I haven't forgotten that I have to uh, settle up a bet with you guys. Uh, Tiger did make cut uh, and he inspired us all last week. I'm, I'm more than happy to. Uh, You know, meet you, Jeanette Stone, and uh, pay off the bet we made. I have to buy you guys lunch at Restoration Hardware. So Stone has my contact info, and I'm glad you had three days off, and thanks for bringing attention to uh, Tim Roberto's mission i appreciate it
0: absolutely roy it is my pleasure we'll send it out on social media as well roy in boyton beach uh thank you for that again stopping out the stigma one mile at a time tomorrow the 20 mile walk uh and again uh in acknowledgement and to help those first responders who uh, uh are going through some of their issues especially on the uh the mental side of things all right She never watched sports movies before she began to do sports talk radio here at ESPN 106.3. In fact, everything she knew about movies generally uh, revolved around Kevin Costner and films that he did in the 1990s, (laughs) non-sports related. But every week, Jeanette takes one for the team and she brings us... To Hollywood, to Tinseltown, where all the beautiful people play. And she reviews sports movies for us. And today, it's Little Big League. Little Big League today being reviewed by Jeanette. And because Jeanette is a proud Dominican woman, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she reviews all of her movies. Five plantains, that's good. To one plantain, that's bad. Because, as we all know... Plantains are a Hispanic plantains. banana.
1: They are plantains. Ponto y ya.
0: Jeanette, little big league.
1: All right. So first thing I want to say is uh, nepotism. Hello.
0: <laughs> Hello.
1: That's what this movie was. Hello. I mean hola. But anyways. Uh, Wait. In
0: what way is it nepotism?
1: The the grandfather passes, and then this twelve year old becomes the owner of the of the baseball team. <laughs>
0: Yes, you're right. You're right. That is nepotism. Well said. No,
1: six, like this dude is 12. This kid is literally a kid. Yeah. And he owns the twins.
0: <laughs> you're right. That is a no. huge example
1: of nepotism. And my favorite part was the mom was sitting right next to him when he was watching the video. Like, oh, let's just skip a whole generation of grown, mature adults, and we're going to give it to the 12-year-old.
0: Irresponsible, uh, if you ask me.
1: Very irresponsible.
0: Yeah.
1: But, and my favorite part, like, which was, like, kind of. The, like evidence that this kid is 12 years old is that they were in the hallway going to class and he had a friend that asked him for five bucks. He, he said quote, you owe the team in the stadium can I please borrow five bucks? Yeah. Turn around the Billy. Like, I would do the same thing. Like, you oh, own the sure. whole baseball team?
0: That reminds me. When I was in high school, I was the kid who would go around the cafeteria and be like, oh, you have a buck I can borrow? Because I forgot money to buy lunch. So I would just do that to enough people where I had five bucks, and then I would buy, uh, buy lunch. Least surprising thing I've I ever know, heard. I was a scumbag.
1: It, wow. Shocking. <laughs> but anyways, it was one of my favorite parts of the movie. Is, uh, again, evident. that It's a 12-year-old who owns a team that... He still got in trouble by his mom yeah. while doing man- manager things.
0: When you're a 12 year old and you own a baseball team, you know what? That negates anything your parents can say to you. Probably.
1: Well, he was he was yelling at the umpires, mm-hmm. and then the mom put him in trouble. He got a timeout. Yeah. Which reminds me of my mom, who kind of did the same thing growing up. She goes, Just because you're 18, tú Chris, you think that you can yearn an adult now.
0: You also didn't own a major league baseball team.
1: No, but my mom would do the same thing if I owned, if I were a millionaire. <laughs> I wish. My mom would be like, No, you're still me, Iha. You <laughs> still got to act a certain way. <laughs> so I felt, uh, uh, that was a very relatable it moment. Hit home. It was a very relatable moment. Um, there was another quote that reminded me of you, actually. Oh, great. Billy was in the locker room and I forgot George, he was like, he was like, he was kind of injured. And then Billy, which we'll get to this and I'll explain in a bit, goes, Baseball is made for kids. Go out and have fun. George's response, I hate fun. Made me think of you.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. See, that's good. It's relatable.
1: Very relatable for me and for you. Yeah. But it was kind of cute in terms of plot how. I kind of like the line where, oh, it's all these men who are really upset about the kid owning a team. And the kid's just like, yo, it's baseball. Have some fun. Which I agree. I've had some baseball is supposed to be fun. Um, I agreed with Miles, his perception of the whole situation and kind of his take on the movie. Quote, if I owned the twins, I wouldn't even show up here. i just hire a bunch of scientists to do my homework. I mean, if you're rich, you don't have to be smart. That's the whole beauty of this country. Mm. I sat down there, and I was like, wow, wow. I did not expect that insight. But I really appreciated that quote. That is quote. a
0: great look at American capitalism. That is correct.
1: There's a lot of things going on in this movie. Who knew? It's a little big league. Let's go. Who knew? And the, the ending was cute when Billy left, said he got the standing ovation by the crowd. Mm. And I was like, ah. All right, kid came through. He they did good. Okay. And it was also the that line where his mom was starting to hook up with one of the players. Oh yeah,
0: that definitely and, happened.
1: Yeah, for sure. And then the the player had to ask Billy for for permission. For permission. Yeah. And he was like, "If you get this home run, dude, like make my team better." I was like, "That's a good power play." <laughs> and then Ken Griffey Jr. of course ruins the whole thing and he doesn't get the home run.
0: Plot twist. That it was it's shocking. Yeah. Now, my biggest issue with this movie has always been that he's not... It's not like he became newly rich because he became the new owner of the Twins. His grandfather already owned the Twins, so that family already had wealth. So people suddenly asking him for money, that family already had money. He would have had personal money if he sold the Twins... But it's not like his family was new to money, right?
1: No, and it's like you know what? His friend definitely should have asked for more than five yeah. bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you should have asked for. Should have done that three 50. years ago
0: before pops passed away.
1: I, honestly, like what yeah. the heck? Yeah. yeah, but
0: so overall, plot enjoyability of the watch, the way that it ended. What did you think of Little Big League, the nineteen ninety four classic?
1: Two plantains.
0: <laughs> two. two. I gave plantains. it two
1: plantains. I think there's definitely better baseball movies, better movies in general. little disappointed Kevin Costner wasn't in it. He would have been a great person to be in this movie. As
0: you always are. Yes,
1: but uh, I give it a solid two, Plantains. Would I watch it again? Will I watch it again? Probably not. But
0: that also means that she gave Little Big League the same amount of Plantains as she gave the original Longest Yard. I, I
1: stand by that.
0: You're a Hirsch grader.
1: I stand by that. I would not watch the both movies again. I'd watch it for Burt Reynolds, but that's it.
0: And that is... Jeanette Javier's Sports Movie Spectacular. Her review of Little Big League, which gets two plantains. We should do something a little more classic next week. Okay. That was like a kid-based film. Mm-hmm. Oldie but a goodie, but we need something a little more classic. Like Million Dollar Baby, perhaps. Going wow! To the boxing is it, realm is that
1: Hillary Swank? Mm-hmm. Oh, second. Clint I can do Eastwood.
0: That. I remember we did chat about
1: Draft Day. About oh, giving her oh draft day, which wait I am a, a massive
0: fan. Wait a minute! Wait! 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 You're, right. You're, right. You're, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I just want to make sure we have this timed up. Next weekend is is the the draft, right? Yes, sir.
1: So we'll do Draft Day. Perfect. Draft Day it
0: is. Draft Day next Wednesday. You're on next Wednesday, right? Yes. Okay. Draft Day next Wednesday. Perfect. Because I hate that movie. Time now for your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Green Hut! Hut!
3: Oh no, there's a man down.
0: Once again, we thank all the fine folks at Madden94 and may Pat Summerall rest in peace. Of course, the Injury Emporium is focused this week. On Paul George. Playoff P is out tonight. In the playing game with the Clippers and the Pelicans, he is in health and safety protocols, so the Clippers are without Paul George. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit BaptistHealth.net/OrthoCare to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptishealth.net slash for more information. Today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptishealth.net slash We need to finish this thing off right, okay? We need to make sure that we're praising the heat the right way before we go in to Easter weekend. I'm ready. Before we go in to game one. Yeah, it's Easter. You might be around family. You might go to church. But there is one altar that we are all praying towards Sunday afternoon. And that is the altar of the heat. That is Bernie standing at his altar, white and fuzzy. All of us yelling, Jimmy! Bam! Lowry! Tyler, oh Strews. Lowry, Strews. Strews. Game one versus TBD. Game one versus Light Work. It doesn't matter who wins tonight. The man, the mantra always is, Heaton Five. We pray to the altar of Spo. To Riley. Easter Bunny, uh-uh. More like Easter beatdown. <laughs> Heat in five. Stone did so much work to put together pertinent heat stats, and we spent all show
1: discussing Fritos. (laughs) Jeanette, (laughs) give me a stat. Head to head, this season, Hawks' heat wins (laughs) 3-1. (laughs) The Heat won three of the four meetings against the Hawks.
0: That's right. Well said. (laughs) So, so pertinent. I mean, these are needed stats for everybody watching the game tonight, but... Fritos took over. Fritos got us going. All three games between the Heat and the Cavs decided by more than 10 points. The Heat beat the Cavs two of the three, including 107 points per game for the Heat, keeping the Cavs under 100 points per game dominant defense. All four meetings between the Heat and the Hawks were decided by six points or less. So, Ken, if it's a closed game, we know we're coming out of there. That's right. Again, three out of four. Three out of four. The Heat beat the Hawks. He did such a good job, and we just got sidetracked. But you know what, Jeanette? Oops. It doesn't matter, (laughs) because we all know the outcome. The Hawks, oh, they're dangerous. But the Heat are the top seed. Are they, though? Are they? Are they? Are they? I don't think so. So, as you're preparing your ham, maybe you put some pineapple on that ham. Put some chicken wings in there. Put some chicken wings in the oven. Keep the Fritos out.
1: Keep the Fritos out. Or
0: you have the pizza party. Just understand that when you leave church on Sunday morning, after you hailed the return of the king, (laughs) then you hail... The return of the dominant force in the Eastern Conference. Heat in five. Heat in five. Woo! Easter Bunny. Easter Beatdown. Piffus. Let's go Heat. Cheese to He's stoned! I'm Ken LeVeck and we've been live on ESPN 106.3. Go Heat!